April episode of the NCTC Libraries podcast. In this episode, Flower Mound Campus Librarian Sabrina McKeithen sits down to talk about preservation with Jessica Phillips from the University of North Texas. One special note for this month, this is our last scheduled podcast for the spring semester, so be sure to check back with us in the summer for more episodes. Thanks. I'm Jessica Phillips. I am the head of the preservation department at the University of North Texas, which is housed now within the special collections department. Uh, I got be- became involved with preservation um, when I was in college, my senior year. I started working in special collections as a student assistant and decided that I no longer wanted to go into education. I wanted to go into libraries and I wanted to work in special collections. And when I went to grad school, I was confused by the descriptions between the difference between archives and special collect- or preservation. It all sounded the same, um, and I chose preservation management. Are you involved in any professional organizations or societies related to preservation? Yes, I am involved in the American Library Association's um, subdivision, which is PARS, which stands for Preservation and Reformatting Section. It's within the ELEX division. So I'm on several committees there. We do um, different programs and different outreach activities. I'm also involved with the organization. It's called TechSERA. It is the Texas Cultural Emergency Response Association. We are just in the very beginning stages, but we're working to um, work with museums and libraries and other cultural organizations to teach people how to respond if there is a disaster at their organization. That's very timely considering spring can be a time of natural disasters for sure um, here in Texas. Okay, how many people are directly involved with preservation at UNT? There are two of us on staff who have preservation in our title um, within the libraries. So I am the head of preservation. There's also a digital preservation librarian. I'm not sure exactly what her title is, but she works with moving pictures and film. So she is within the media library. So she does digitization of the film and any other film preservation, and I focus on books and paper. Very cool. Um, What are the most common tasks of your department? We do a lot of work for the circulating collection that is recasing books where we give a book a completely new cover or we can sometimes save the cover and we do something called a reback or a spine repair. And we also do a lot of work for special collections where we're creating new housing for materials, so boxes to store things in, or twice a year we're working on special collections exhibits, so creating book cradles and different things like that and mounting text for exhibits. Um, when you say special collections, uh, can you kind of explain what that department is for people that may not be familiar with it? Sure. Uh, special collections used to be two different departments. It was the Department of Archives and Rare Books, and so those two came together. So it's the university archives that has anything with university history, lots of photographs and documents and objects, and then the Rare Books collection and Texana. Okay. In your opinion, what is the most interesting item or repair job you have ever worked with? I'm not sure I know a most interesting one. Um, There are several really interesting items I've done. Um, I had a Ben Franklin newspaper that it was just a very small one, um, but we were trying to create new housing for it. And I haven't 
entirely finished because it's rather complicated. But um, that one is really cool. I have a marriage certificate that I'm putting together for a community member right now that uh, was crushed into several small pieces. So putting that puzzle back together has been fun. Um, there's also, I recently did a box for the media library for one of their games because we're going to start circulating our game collection. And it was something that had several pieces that needed to be housed together. Uh, so I created something similar to a clamshell case, but not exactly, um, to hold cards and different pieces into little separate compartments. Very cool. Uh, you mentioned that you uh, did some work or are currently doing some work for a community member. Is that new? And um, what kind of things would you accept to preserve from people outside of the university? Um, I'll accept most things. I do have a few um, stipulations for people, if depending on what they want done. I am not a conservator. I don't bring things back to the way they looked originally. So if they're wanting me to reconstruct their family Bible that has all this, you know, really elaborate stuff on the cover, I can't do that for them. And so I have to send them to someone else who can. But I've done everything from um, humidifying photographs to unroll them or other documents and flattening those to recasing books, building boxes for people. We do have a small fee associated with each of these different uh, tasks that we do. So it's really dependent on what the person wants to pay. Um, but we'll do a couple a month. I try not to do too many because we really do have to have the university collections as our primary focus. ALA has designated the last week in April as preservation week. Why do you think preserving and retaining original items is important as opposed to simply digitizing the item? Digitization is great for access, but I'm not sure that it's a great way to try to preserve something. Um, sometimes it's our only option, and we have to do it that way. But keeping the original item is really quite important um, because, for example, I visited Library of Congress several years ago, and they were talking about this research that they had just been doing um, that used the Gettysburg Address, and they were able to find on the Gettysburg Address, um, a fingerprint that most likely belongs to Abraham Lincoln from where he had stuffed the thing down in his pocket and pulled it out. So they can test the fingerprint. They can, you know, they can't do it yet, but they expect in a few years to be able to get, you know, DNA samples from that, which, you know, is really cool. If you just digitized it and threw that away, there's all kinds of information there that's lost. I think it was... The Declaration of Independence also, that they found a place where it seemed like something was written over something that was originally there, and they used different wavelengths of light to be able to see, you know, through and see lift up the different layers of ink to figure out what was written originally. And so it was, you know, an original change, but it was just a, a change of wording that was a very important change. Um, so it's important to keep these things because you never know what you might find in them later. Mm -hmm. And if something's digitized, you can alter color. You can alter the way things appear. People are getting very good at changing, you know, in Photoshop and different tools. So if you have the original, you can do that kind of research to say, okay, was this changed or is this original? If it's just on the computer, you may not know. That's a really good point. Um, 
what advice do you have for someone interested in going into the field of preservation? Well, they would need to go to library school um, and find a school that has a good preservation management program. And I think the thing that helped me the most was that I had a student position while I was in my program that put me in a lab. So I was I got a year's worth of experience right there. The program I went to was great, but I would not have been prepared for a career in preservation management without having that hands-on experience in advance. I guess one other question, um, can you only work in this capacity or could you take your knowledge to a museum or another place like that? If I ended up leaving UNT for some reason, I think I could see myself easily working at a little house museum somewhere, possibly at a large museum, uh, depending on what kind of work they had available. But I think it's applicable to many different roles. Great. Well, I really appreciate your time, Jessica. Thank you for talking with us. Thank you.